Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. I ever told you that time the preacher called me up? And he said, man, he called me up, he's my friend, but I haven't talked to him for a while. He said, Pastor Chris, he said, I, he goes, I, for some reason you're on my heart. I said, yeah, my mouth put me there. He laughed. He said, what'd you say? I said, my mouth put me there. My mouth put, lay me upon the hearts of places I need to go. Are you not? I'm telling you how to do this. And what did you do? Did you call him? Ain't talked to him in a year. For some reason, I was praying and God told me to have you come. Oh, did he now? How'd I get there? I don't want to go where I don't need to go. I only want to go where I need to go. I said, God... Lay me upon the heart of people where I need to go. Amen. He called up. He said, hey, he said, I don't know why I thought that. I said, I, thought, I know why. I said, because I put myself there. Right. You realize where your mouth goes, your body's going. Yep. That doesn't mean I got to go everywhere. I'm busy. I don't need to go. You know what I'm saying? Don't walk around. Oh, no. He, said, he called me up. He said, you've been on my heart. Doc, you know, the other doc. <laughs> I said, I said, yeah. I said, I put myself there. See, this stuff works. You got to work it. All right, so where are we going? God is going to unveil your heavenly identity. Write that down. That's what this year is about. I really feel this for us. I feel the body of Christ is here. Because the body of Christ is in a pinnacle spot. Because if you don't find out who you are, if things do go a little wild, and you don't know who you are, like how about when we went through this pandemic a little bit, right? Everybody's freaking out. Fear's all over the place. I told you a long time ago, it's like going to a third world country. I've been to third world country. You got to get certain shots to go in. I was like, we got to believe God for divine health. America never seen that before. So when we we seen it here, I said, we're like a third world country right now, America, because any other country. I went here. You got to watch. You don't get typhoid. You got to watch for malaria. You got these things will kill you if you ain't paying attention. You got to watch for this. Then the one time I went somewhere, I was like, I couldn't even get in. They're like, I went to Africa. I went to the Congo. They're like, you got to have yellow fever. If you don't have the yellow fever, yellow card, when you get there, we will put you back on a plane for 20 something hours and you go home. You are not going to get in the country because this stuff will kill you. I said, okay, give me the shots. I went down there, got the shots. I was like, whatever. I, you you want to go to the country? You got to get it. So I said, okay, I want to go on this trip. I'll believe God. Let's go. So when I, America hit it, I was like, oh, this is like being a third world country. But if you're not faith developed for this, you freak out in fear. So you got to be developing these in him realities in every area of your life because if it goes tilt, you got to be ready spiritually to handle it, whatever it is. So what is God really laid upon our house is the law of identification. What is the teaching of the law of identification? It is showing you and me the legal side of redemption. Okay? Write that down. We are going to be saturated in the legal side of redemption. Then we must experience the legal side of redemption. Because everything that God did laid up for you and me in the plan of redemption is not automatically accessed just because we got it. You got to get a revelation of it. What is redemption? It was what God had laid out for man while man was what? In a fallen state. You understand that? It's going back to Eden. That's all it is. Because you got to remember, we got to have fall, man, right? Came in, we fell, we were what? Born again with Jesus, reestablished in the position back to an Eden-like condition. What was Eden? Eden was the garden of God that was supposed to grow across the earth. 
Remember I told you, you know, how was Adam going to mow Eden, man? With his mouth. That joker was going to speak to everything. Tell it, what did God do? He said, water, stop, water, stop. He said, land, form. He spoke to everything. Why do you think in Genesis, he said this, he said, when soul, when God breathed, remember God breathed into Adam? When spirit went into body, soul was created. Do you understand this? He forms Adam out of the dust of the ground. He takes breath. He blows, he blows breath in Adam. Once spirit from God goes in the body of man, soul is created. And man became a living soul. And we say man became a speaking spirit. Why? Because dominion cannot be enforced without words. How good are your words? Now watch this. How good are your words? See, the problem with confession is we don't really believe what we say. Why? Because we talk one way sometimes and another way another time and we jack it all up. You only start valuing the things you say when you put greater value on the things you hear from the word of God. And in the commitment you make to the things of the word of God is the determining factor of what you're going to say. You ever see people talking weird? You know why they talk weird? They don't value what they heard. Because if you heard you're well, you ain't going to talk sick. Sick can't come out your mouth. Broke can't come out your mouth. Jacked up marriage can't come out your mouth. None of that stuff can come out of your mouth because once I value, because what's Mark 4.24 say? Take heed what you hear, the measure you what? Value what you hear is the measure it's coming back. So why are my words not creating the right atmosphere is you have not valued what you heard. That's why confession and most people, now I'm going to say this, you ain't going to like it. It's going to ruin your, you know, normal Christian theology, but I'm absolutely right. The reason why it didn't work the first couple of times is you didn't believe it. Because you don't have value when you say it. That's why you can't be talking one minute like this and lying over here and doing all that. Don't get in all that mess. You got to protect your words. First, you got to protect your ears. This is that spirit life. How many of you want to go on this journey? You know what I mean? They say, oh, Pastor Chris, you're going to be in there. You know, the devil shows up. Devils should be scared of you. Yeah. Amen. You know what I'm saying? I ain't scared of the devil. Come on. You understand this stuff? You got to understand your dominion. I'm not saying you're scared, but you know what I'm saying? Like, my words got power. They produce. Well, why do your words power? Because I ain't talking like a clown one minute, and it, not saying you are, and then talking to things of God the next minute and expect to flip the switch. Can you imagine if God gave us everything we said? Oh, my God. You're aching back, messed up bunions. Come on, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. Come on, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We're negative, and then we want to go be positive, and you want to think we're going to flip a switch, and all of a sudden now we're going to come spirit. Now, we're going to get identification right. The problem with confession is identification has not been identified. Once your identification, is, once you start getting your identification right, you see different. You know what I mean by that? Because you can't, you see at a different level. You stop seeing at the level of what you see through your natural eyes and you elevate to a spiritual place and you see now through the lens of God's word. Identification. So what is it? It's God's plan of redemption for mankind and it's a, it's a mystery that has to be discovered. Are you all right with this? Well, I know what it is. Nah, nah, nah. You got to renew your mind to this stuff. 
And renewing your mind ain't a process takes overnight. Renewing your mind is going to take the rest of your life. But with the anointing and the availability of revelation knowledge, we could transform faster. That's how he does it. See what I'm saying? See, he'll touch you while we're in here too. Because once you start getting hungry for this, God's presence will come on you like, oh, I'm, I'm going to get this. This is going to be my year. Because redemption was putting you back in Eden what was originally given to you and me. So you got to understand something. God wanted us to live in paradise. Adam's high treason, remember? Adam's high treason, giving the authority to the enemy, kicked us out of the perfect harmony with God and took us out of that position. God wanted us to be what? The speaking spirit he created us to be in the beginning. But because of the fall of man, we have to now reprogram our mind to what we've been made. Now, I know what you're going to tell me. We don't see people doing this in the earth. Well, who, know, who cares? Go be the first one. Go be the world changer that you, if I'm wrong, then don't do it. Right. He puts you back in an Eden-like condition. What do you think Jesus was saying when he said, I redeem you from the curse of the law being made a curse for it. Christ redeemed me from the curse of the law being made a curse for it. Curse is everything that hangeth upon the tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentile through faith. And if you're Abraham's seed, then you're heir according to the promise. What's he talking about, Galatians chapter 3? Oh, foolish Galatians, verse 1, who has bewitched you that now you don't even understand this stuff? Did you get this stuff by the work of the flesh or did you get it by the hand of faith? The hand of faith gave me this thing. Come on, somebody. Come on. You see what I'm saying? It's a mentality. You got to reprogram your head. This is who I am. You got to, because this is what happens. If you do not identify with Jesus, see, most people psychologically have a problem with their own identity. Okay, now see I'm meddling. You have a problem with your own identity, okay? Most people will try to find words that identify with what they think about their inward self. Most people will hang around people that only talk to them about their inward identity, about what they think about themselves. So I'm getting ready to flip your world upside down. Because now you're only going to get the identity of God, and now you got to reprogram your inward identity of what your reflection says about you. Do you realize some people will fight you until the point you say something to them you never wanted to tell them? Because they need inward identification to what? Confirm what they believe about themselves. So when you come in with this reprogram, I'm trying to swap your DNA from what you think you are and take you to the place where God made you to be. Why do you think people hang around with with wacky people? Because they think they're wacky. So God's honest truth. Why will you not put yourself in a room with greater? Because you don't feel greater. Why would you not put, I'm telling you, man, this is how it happens. So what is, inward identification. So where are you identifying right now? And how do we flip the switch to get you to identify more so what you've been made and not what you think you are? We're going to do it with the word of God. Because God's plan of redemption is going to do this. So we're going to work this process all year long. That I'm going to identify and I'm, God's going to unveil. I like that word. I felt that. He said, I am inve- I'm getting ready to unveil the hidden man. The inward identity. The real you, the true you, in, in him, in Christ, realities, who you really are, what you could really do. Walking like a God person in the earth, slapping devils, walking on water, speaking in, I'm telling you, 
speaking it and seeing it, living it and doing it. I'm telling you, that's how he does it. So you got, but you got to go here, right? So law of identification, okay? So what is this? It's the legal side of redemption. It unveils to us what God did for Christ, okay? In Christ for us. I should say it like this. It unveils to us what God did in Jesus for us. From the time he went to the cross until the time he sat down at the right hand of the Father. It is the awesome side of revelation. Redemption is what the Holy Spirit through the word of God is doing in us now. Okay? Paul used it. Now, now I'm going to take you here, right? This is what you say. Go to the Passion. Go, please. Go to the Passion and go to Galatians 2.15. So this, all year you're going to hear this. Law of identification, what we've been made, who we are in Christ, in him, with Christ, what we could do, what we could be, how we could, I'm telling you, man, it's going to be like, I'm going to reprogram you and you can't argue with it because it's the truth of the word of God. What did redemption give me? Put me back in Eden. What, how am I supposed to operate? How am I supposed to walk? How am I supposed to talk? See, the problem is this. People's character is messed up because their identification isn't right. If you identify with Christ, then your character development goes to a rapid rate of speed of change. Does that make sense? Because you're not identifying with Christ. You're identifying with the wrong man. And therefore, what are you doing? You're living beneath the value of where God placed you. You know? Is that a story? Remember Brother Hagin said it? Brother Hagin said he, he used to hang around with the guys. They, they went and I think they stole a camera or something. I don't know. My mother knows it better than me. And he kept saying that goofy thing. His buddies came and said, hey, remember when we went and did that crazy stuff? And he looked at him and said, I'm a new creature. And they said, oh, no, I'm a dentist. Don't you remember me and you were getting wacky and Dennis looking at me? And I go, no, well, I'm a new creature. You look like a wacko to the world. The world's whacked out. They think you're nuts. What do you mean you're a new creature? What are you, what are you from another planet? Yeah, I pretty much am. All right, that's what he's saying. I'm not, no, no, watch this. Because see, this would say, well, I got born again. And I know what happens. You got born again and you did a bunch of boneheaded things. Everybody say amen because it's true. You know what I'm saying? You got born again, you know, you guys are young, so you ain't, you ain't that wacky. Well, I had plenty of time, right? So you get born again and you do all these boneheaded things when you're supposed to be following God and you didn't. And you think your new smell Christianity wore off just like a new car. No, that ain't, that's a new creature every day. That newness don't wear off because that newness is perpetual because what the blood of Jesus did, you can't undo. Amen. Are you here? Yes. It's a new, you're a new, I'm still as new as I came. Everything you buy new turns old. That's true. Except what? Spirituality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got a new car, now it's an older car, right? Mm -hmm. Got that new car smell. Some of you had that new smell Christianity. Now you got 20 years to jack it all up. You know what I'm saying? Some of you are real pros at it. I got saved and I lived like the wacko for 20 years. Praise God. Good job. Guess what? The newness of revelation of who you are and what you've been made has not been dulled or washed off because of your lifestyle. You better catch what I'm saying. That means my newness is perpetual, meaning what? Because you identify with who what? You think you are. Well, you know, I'm not as, I'm not as crystal clean. No, you as clean as clean. You as white as snow, bro. Spotless. Sinless. Are you here? Because of what the blood of Jesus did for me. So you got to elevate, you got to elevate your mentality to what I've been made in Christ Jesus. How I'm supposed to walk. How I'm supposed to talk. Yeah. Well, I don't talk like that no more. You're going to mess some people up. You're like, I don't hang out with those kind of people. I don't talk like that. I don't say that. I don't know this way. Because why? Identification. And everybody's like, well, you know, I know this stuff. No, you don't. You got to live it. You don't know it till you're living it at another level. And there's a level to go to. You know what I'm saying by knowing it? I, I, see, there's two kinds of knowledge. Gnosis and epinosis. 
Okay? Okay, do you understand that? Knowing something is one thing. Living what you know in a reality is something else. I know a lot of things. I know how to fly on a plane. Hello? You don't want me jockeying that thing and go. That's why we got pilots in here. Thank the Lord. Right? I know how to drive a car. I don't know how a joker starts. I know you press a button and you go. I don't know how they wire all that mess. I have a simple knowledge of something, but I don't know it like somebody else knows it. This stuff, you don't need simple knowledge. I need to know it like I need to know it like I need to know it so I can become it. Amen. So look what he said right here. Galatians 2, right? You can go to um, 15. Oh, no, yeah, I like this. Look at this. Oh, I like this, right? Let's just read this for a little bit. I'm not going to keep you for a while. I'm going to pray for you. What? Jews by birth are not all Jewish sinners. We know full well that we don't receive God's perfect righteousness as a reward for keeping the law. Man, that better get you right there. Did you get that? Ain't that good? Watch, it gets even better. Watch, we didn't get perfect by keeping the law, but by the faith of Jesus. Oh, come on, somebody. The Messiah. His faithfulness, not ours, has saved us. Oh, you better read that. His what? Ain't that good? Ain't that good stuff? His faithfulness. My reward. Ain't that cool? Read it slow. Let it, let, let it marinate you in, in, in your mind. You know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying about that? Sometimes I, I go too quick. He saved us. We have received God's perfect righteousness. How did I get it? Now we know that God accepts no one by the keeping of religious laws. So you, you can't earn nothing with God. You know what I'm saying? Ain't that good? He saved us. Woo! And if we are those who desire to be saved from our sins through our union with the anointed one, does that mean our Messiah promotes our sins? If we still acknowledge what? That we were sinners. How absurd. See what I'm saying? He said, no, you don't glorify this mess and get more into Look what he says. Watch this. It gets even better. For if I start over and reconstruct the old religious system that I have torn down with the message of grace, I will what? I will appear to be one who turns his back on what? The truth. Ain't that good? He's like, man, don't go. This is what church tries to do. Can you come to church, right? They like, got all these formalities. The early church did it because they tried to control you. Because right. yeah, right. yeah. if, if I tell you the truth like this, y'all are going to go buck wild. That's right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, bro. It's, it's, his, lo his love is crippling, man. Yes. His presence is so good. So look, look at this. Watch this. That's 19. You're going to love this. Check this out. But because the Messiah lives in me, now watch this. Now, you got to stop reading these things like, oh, I'm going to just read it. You got to read it, read it. Okay. Because God, Jesus lives in me, I'm, I'm dead to the law's dominion. So every time you guys put law in front of you, you resurrect sin. You get that? You put, you, hey, what if you put a little sign, wet paint? What does everybody do? They touch it, because wherever the law is, there's sin. You like that? That'll help you remember that, right? Like, don't touch it. What's the first thing you want to do? Don't eat at a tree. That's the one I want. <laughs> Ain't that true? Ain't that true? Right? Don't, you can't have that. Praise God, I want that piece of cake. That is the cake I could eat. That's what my mama used to try to do when I go over the house, you know. She's like, you can't eat that yet. Everything they tell you, you should have told me I could eat whatever I want. Probably would have never touched it. But because the Messiah lives in me, I'm now dead to the Lord's man. It, what? Over me so I can live for God. 
Woo! Good news. Watch 20. 20 is going to change your life if you hear it. But watch this. My, read this. My old identity has been co-crucified. Now, wait, what's co-crucified? That means you were on the cross when he went to the cross because you got crucified with him when he was there. Oh, Now, everybody's going to say here, I don't remember being there. Neither do I, bro. Just take your spot. You see what I'm saying? We want to just, oh, I don't want to receive that. Why not? Because I can't believe that about me. Why not? I don't think that really happened. You're wrong. That's the truth. Well, maybe, you know, I got some people right there. I want to ask you about the translation. You know, I was crucified. I can read it to you in King James. I was crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, not I. The life I now live. I live by the faith that I live. Oh, come on. I was crucified with Christ. You were crucified with Christ. What's that mean? Not I. I don't live no more. But the life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Well, I'm saying the same thing. This just reads a lot easier. Nathan, this reads a lot easier, don't it? I'm going to read this. I already checked it out. I ain't going to preach no. I'm in trouble if I preach some wacky stuff in here. So I ain't going to preach no goofy stuff. My old identity. So what do you mean by by identity? I cannot identify with the old man because the old man ain't around. So who's the new you? The Christ you. We used to say the anointed one and his anointing. Remember that? So I'm so worried of faith, it just oozes out of me. Yeah, but that ain't a movement. That's the Bible. You know what I'm saying? I told Pastor Liz the other day, hey, look, I'm down with everything. I want to hang from the chandelier, roll in the pew. I want to do it all. But, man, the more sure word of prophecy is that Bible sitting on your lap. That thing I know could come to pass. I love all that stuff. But you get what I'm saying? I'm co-crucified. My old identity is co-crucified, which means you were with him on the cross. So say it like this or get over it. When the nails went through his hands, they went through your hands. Amen. Yeah, religion don't want to hear this. Religion hates this. Fight your head. You can't believe. Don't believe what that preacher said about you. I don't like them. That's why they get mad at me. They say, I don't like your shoes or something weird. They just find something they don't like about me. Yeah, they got on me on Instagram. They won't let me respond to all my critics around here because I, I got a public relations group over here. But I wanted to fire back. Praise be to God. The guy, one guy was like, I don't like the way something looks. I said, well, praise be to God. If you don't like the way I look, you should go listen to the podcast. You could just hear me all day long. <laughs> they said I couldn't do it. Thank God for Pastor Liz. I'd have fired it all back. I was, was, was going to get the mailing address and send videos or something. You're like... <laughs> Here's our YouTube link. Grant keeps it uploaded every day. <laughs> Give it back to him. But no, I mean, so all my critics write me letters. I can't fight back. All right, whatever. I no longer, what? what my, and no longer Liz. What do you mean? My old identity no longer Liz. So where are you identifying? You better be identifying with Christ. So then you better be talking like Christ, walking like Christ, believing like Christ. Did he get his prayers answered? I get all my prayers answered. He said it. It comes to pass. Come on. You got to reprogram your head. Watch this. My new life is in power. Watch it. Ooh. For the anointed one lives his life through me, and we live in union as one. What? Positional. You understand that? So where are you right now? You're in Christ. How can I be in Christ and be in Chris? Easy. Spiritually. 
It's super, how'd you become born again? Spiritually. Come on, you see this? Take your spiritual spot. You're in him. Okay, what's that mean? My new life is empowered by the faith of the Son of God who loves me so much that he what? He died for me. Keep going. Watch this. Gave himself for me. Where'd you go now? Gave himself and dispensed his life into mine. Now you go. Here we go, right? Identification. So here's the, here's the quick laws, right? So where are we going? We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to reprogram ourselves to this. We're going to understand the law of identification, so we're going to identify. Here's the big thing too, right? We're going to develop a couple of things I really felt like God said. You're going to develop a brand, some of you are feeling this already, because we're usually ahead of it. You're going to develop a brand new intimacy with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's going to become so much more alive to you this year than ever before your life. And it's going to be because you're taking steps to, to, to basically not earn anything from him, but spend time with him. Because this is what people don't get. He ain't some dove. He's a person. He lives inside of you. He yearns jealously for your time and attention. He wants your time. You know what I'm saying that? You got to make time for him. And he's sensitive. He's not as flexible as people think he is. The Holy Spirit. You don't set the right atmosphere, he ain't coming. You don't put the right words, he ain't coming. He's a lot more sensitive than you think he is. I'm telling you, he is. I'm telling you, he is. Because why? He, did, he doesn't, because here's the thing. You understand? Prove it to me. Okay. Look, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 4, you don't have to turn there, right? Ephesians chapter 3 tells you it even better. He said this. He said, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edification, that it may minister grace in the hearer. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God with your mouth. Your mouth grieves God. So you can't be talking one way and thinking the Holy Spirit's coming. He ain't going to come. You got to have the right words. Words set the atmosphere for the Holy Spirit to come. He got to be invited too. And he ain't going to get in an atmosphere that's messed up. Your words will grieve him. And grieve not the Holy It says a little bit earlier, they said, be drunk, not be drunk with wine, but be ye filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart. Words. He wants words. He wants worship. So we got to get intimate with him. Now, here's where you're going, to dis- you're going to discover this stuff spiritually because you're going to start spending time and you're going to start praying in tongues. Amen? You're going to spend more time praying in the Spirit. Now, some of you will take 21 days and do it. Some of you get on the app. Some of you don't even know what I'm talking about. Some of you are not filled with the Holy Ghost. Okay? If you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, you need to get filled with the Holy Ghost. Like, ah, this one of those churches talking tongues. Yeah, we talk in tongues. Here we go. Well, why do I got to do that? Glad you asked. Go, go over here. To 1 Corinthians 2, you gotta up you gotta up your talking. So here's what we got, right? We're gonna get intimacy, we're gonna have intimacy with the Holy Ghost. And what are we gonna do? We're gonna see revealed revelations of the Holy Ghost at a different level. That's what he's gonna do to you. He's gonna unveil this hidden man. First Peter 3, 4, he talks about the hidden man in the heart. Who's this hidden man he's talking about? It's the real spiritual you on the inside of you. Does that make sense? He's going to unveil the hidden man to you, the spirit man. He's going to reveal to you who you really are spiritually from the inside out. So I don't know what I'm doing when I'm praying in the spirit. Guess what? None of us do. Your mind will be unfruitful, but your spirit will be what? Activated. And I'm going to show you why it's so important right now, and then I'm going to pray for you. Because I'll I'll stay here for nine hours and blow you all out. But I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? No, because I'm loaded up. Now, and I'm going to tip over. We're not tip, we're going to tip over and we're just going to stay there and just stay at that place and go. 
because we're just going to wait. Look at 1 Corinthians 2, 6. I want you to read this. Passion will read real well. These are my last couple scriptures. Then I want, can you guys sing like a song? You can sing like the last song you sang, and I want to pray for some of these people. I'm a, if you need healing in your, who needs healing in your body? Raise your hand. Who needs healing in your body? Who's got the problem with your right hip? Who's got a right hip problem? Is that a hip? You got right hip? Right hip. H-I-P. You got that? Uh, she's waving at you. You got right hip? Does it hurt? Praise be to God. Did it hurt when you came? Well, good. Let's just knock the hurt out of it. We'll get it all. We'll get everything you got to get. Why not? And then I got to pray for some of you guys. I got to pray for some of you guys to go to a whole new level. Some of you have been carried. You've been heavy. I'm going to break that heavy off of you because I don't like it. And God don't like it either. You know what I'm saying? I've been carrying seasons for too long. I'm going to pray for a bunch of you. I'll tell you God's going to show up. Let's just read the scripture. And then we'll pray for the people watching. Okay, now you got to read this slow because this is going to get you, all right? Some of you have been with me, okay? However, there's a wisdom. Now, read this and remember this. This is good. This is about the Holy Ghost. The whole First Corinthians 2 is about the Holy Spirit. This is why you got to have them. There's a wisdom. Now, look at this. There is a wisdom that we continually speak when we're among the spiritually mature. Did you get that? Yeah. There's a wisdom we speak among who? How many are spiritually mature? So, like, if you ain't want to talk about this, you might be spiritually immature. That's right. Uh, Pastor Chris, what did you say? I just read in the Bible to you. Don't get mad and don't get offended over stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't get offended over this. You should learn and grow. This is, a, this is school. Right. See, church for too long has become a club. That's true. You know what I mean? It should be a place you go and learn. This ain't, well, you, how, where are you going to learn? You learn in school. Right. This is like spiritual school. So look what he said. He said, we're going to talk to you like spiritually mature individuals, which you are. I'm not saying you're not, but this is what I'm saying. Some people are like, I don't want to do that. Well, then grow up. Praise be to God. That was funny, wasn't it? Yeah, now I'm going to get in trouble. It's going to be New Year, same me. Come on. Are you here? Are you getting? I don't know nothing about that Holy Ghost. That's why you come to school. I didn't know nothing about math. I went to school. I still don't know nothing about English. Obviously, I didn't pay attention there, but at least I learned. I put it together. Hello, come on. This is spirit school. He said what? There's a wisdom that we continually speak when we're on of spiritually mature people. It's wisdom that didn't originate in this present age. That means world. Well, where did this wisdom come from? Nor did it come from the rulers of this age. Because what? Who are in the process of being dethroned. He's saying all this nonsense Nah, I didn't get this stuff. Look at this. Watch seven. Oh, Jesus, help me. I feel the Holy Ghost. Instead, we continually speak of this wonderful wisdom that comes from God. Okay, that's good. I want some God wisdom. How many want God wisdom? Okay, good. Hidden before, now in the mystery. Now, whoa, 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 whoa. He said it was hidden before, but now it's a mystery to be revealed. You see it? He said at one time, they didn't even know this stuff was there. Now it's a mystery you can get out. How do I get the mystery out? For your life, for your kids, for your future. Where's this mystery? It is a secret plan destined before the ages to do what? To bring us into glory. That's the presence of God. 
Okay, I'm liking this. How many liking this? I'm like, this sounds like my language. How about you? Yes. I want to be where the glory is. Amen. I want to be where, that's God. Hello, for all the scholars, the glory is God's presence. Do you want to be in God's presence? Yes. Thank you. That would be the place you'd want to be. Hello, for all the non-church people, you, this is good. You want this. Yes. Just go, I want that. You know, say, I want to be where God is, right? You know, be where God is or be where God's not. A, be where God is. B, be where God's not. And everybody says, hey, good. We all passed the Scantron test. Eight, keep going. None of the rulers of this present order, world order, understood it. For if they did, they never would have crucified the Lord. Come on, man. Come on, now why? Because if they knew what they were releasing, they would have never did it. Watch verse 9. Now 9 starts getting us. So you got this? You know what I mean? I'm not being theatrical here. Are you getting this? Yeah. 9 is going to get us going. He explains. This is what? This is why the scripture says. Now this got me. You better read it slow. Things never discovered. How many got some things never discovered? Yeah, take a picture of it. It would be a good idea. How many got some things never discovered? How many got some things you never heard? There's a lot of stuff I need to hear. I don't know. I don't, what do I do? How many got some things you need to hear? Yeah. This one's going to floor you. I've already been here. You know, some of you know this scripture. He brought me back to it. Things beyond. Now, I'm not a genius, but I'm smart enough to know this is good. Things beyond my ability to imagine. Okay, so wait a minute. You said there's things I don't have discovered. You're saying there's things I haven't heard. And now this is really good. There's things that I can't even imagine. I don't have the capacity. Even if I had the brilliance of the man, I couldn't put it together if I tried to. What about these things? Hmm. Let's see what he says. God has in store for those who love him. Yes. How many of you want to know where these things you need to discover, these things you need to hear, and this stuff I can't even imagine on my own is at? Yes. Curious minds want to know, where is it? Watch this. Ten, he tells you. But God now unveils these profound realities to us by the Spirit. Yes, he has revealed to his inmost heart and deepest mysteries through who? The Holy Ghost. Who what? Who constantly explores all things. Okay. Holy Ghost got him. Holy Ghost is in me. No, you're not. Your body's a temple. I got it. Watch 11. Here we go. After all, who can really see into a person's heart and know his hidden impulses except that what? Person's spirit. So it is with God, his thoughts and secrets are only what? Fully understood by his spirit, the spirit of God. Okay, I'm down with that. It's in you. Watch. For we did not receive the spirit of the world system, but the spirit of God, so that we might come to an understanding and experience all that grace has lavished upon us. Now watch this. He comes back to, now watch what he said. He said, the Holy Ghost Here's where the Holy Ghost is. Now here's what's getting ready to happen when you what? Step in this thing. Watch this. And we articulate these realities with words. 
What, 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 what do you mean we articulate? Articulate means speak. How do we articulate these word things? We articulate, we make understood through words. Where do we get these words? For these mysteries and these hidden things. Where are these words? They're in your spirit from the Holy Spirit. With words imparted to us by the Spirit and not with words taught by human wisdom. Tongues. We join together Spirit-revealed truths with Spirit-revealed words. What? what? What am I leaving on the table because I'm not spending time pressing in? You, oh, you want more? Okay, read the next one. He answers your question. Someone living on an entirely human level rejects the revelations of God's spirit for they make no sense to him. He can't understand the revelations of the spirit. And therefore what? Because they are only what? Discovered by illumination of the spirit. He's saying a natural guy comes in and goes, what are you talking about? He said, don't come in this thing naturally minded. Come in this thing spiritually minded and start revealing the mysteries of heaven on the inside. And you're going to start tapping into things you never even heard before. You're going to start finding things you never discovered before. And you're going to start seeing things you couldn't even imagine before. Because they're waiting for you in the spirit realm. But you got to tap into your spirit and pull it over. And once you start making a commitment to the things of the spirit of God, your life's going to take off like never before. Amen. And this is the thing with church. We don't want to talk about it. And I'm done. But you get what I'm saying. He's going to unrail these mysteries. And he's going to start working on the inside of you. And I'll tell you what's going to start happening. God's going to start moving on your inside Reveal, you can, you can come play. You're gonna start, you can sing that last song you sang, whatever that what was. Yeah, okay, come sing it, whatever, flip it around. But, you know, yeah, you guys all sing, go. I'm, I'm messing up all your praise people because you're on the front row, so God bless you. <laughs> Trying to stay out of the camera shot. But he getting ready. I'm going to pray for you. He's getting ready. He's going he's gonna to unveil the veil, and you're going to pray out mysteries. Now, listen, is there something you got to do? Yeah. Is there everything God's going to do? Yeah. The only thing you got to do is use the tools he gave you. You got to, re- re- now here's the thing. You ain't got to break records doing this, but you got to start spending time in the place of the spirit to allow this connection point to unveil. See, because there's things you ain't heard. There's things you got to find out. They're waiting for you in the spirit. Amen. They're not waiting in that. They'll say, well, I don't know how to do it. What do you mean you don't know how to do it? You know how to do it. Oh, I never got that. Come to church. We'll get you filled. I'm not filled with the Holy Ghost. That's weird. No, being, being normal is weird. Being spiritual is being right. You know what I'm saying? What I mean by that? We'll help you. We'll lead you. You'll be all right. But don't leave this stuff on the table because your life's getting ready to get, your life's getting ready to change. You're, if you feel like going, go up there. You understand what I'm saying? Are you here? I'm, I'm, I got nine stories going on while you guys are talking. Are you pulling this in? You got this on the inside? It's waiting for you. I got to just spend some time. And then here's the big thing. This revelation of who you are, believe it. But I'm going to tell you what, you're going to have to fight. You're going to have to fight through your mind to accept it. Because your mind wants to go, that ain't ain't you. That ain't ain't, ain't, ain't for you. Oh, it's all for you. Come on, stand up on your feet. Lift your hands to heaven. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. 
And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.